Welcome back to Doctrine and Devotion, a segment of the Men of Old podcast. Today we are continuing our journey through the 1689 Second London Baptist Confession. We will be going through this confession slowly, devotionally, and prayerfully, in order that the saints may be strengthened and encouraged. Last week we looked at chapter 1, uh, paragraph 1 of the London Baptist Confession. And this week, we are going to be looking at chapter 1, paragraphs 2 through 4. So let's read them. Paragraph 2 starts by saying this. Under the name of Holy Scripture, or the Word of God written, are now contained all the books of the Old and New Testament, which are these. Of the Old Testament is Genesis through Malachi. Of the New Testament, Matthew through Revelation all which are given by the inspiration of God to be the rule of faith and life. Paragraph 3 says this, The books commonly called Apocrypha, not being of divine inspiration, are no part of the canon or rule of the Scripture, and therefore are of no authority to the Church of God, nor to be any otherwise approved or made use of than other humane writings. Paragraph 4 says this, The authority of the Holy Scripture, for which it ought to be believed, dependeth not upon the testimony of any man or church, but wholly upon God, who is truth itself, the author thereof. Therefore, it is to be received because it is the word of God. It seems to me that in these three paragraphs, uh, we see at least three major points. The first one being this. The Holy Scriptures contain the 66 books of the Bible, both the Old and New Testaments. Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.16 that all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Because Scripture is breathed out by God, and the breath of God is referring to the Holy Spirit, the Scriptures then infallibly become the Word of God. The Confession then says that these books are given by God to be the rule of faith and life. No other document, book, song, show, or anything else is to be the ultimate rule for your life. Only only the Holy Scriptures should be this. For what else in the universe can compare to the Word of God? Nothing. Point two being this. The apocryphal books such as First and Second Maccabees, the Gospel of Thomas, and others are not inspired by God, but they are simply books written by men. Because of this, they are not to be used with authority or to be used to determine doctrine. The word apocrypha refers to the books which have been written by men in history, yet they have been left out of the canon or rule of scripture. These books, by the wise providence and wisdom of God, were determined to not have been inspired by God. You will notice that the Roman Catholic Church includes certain apocryphal books in their Bible. And it is from these very books that they formulate some of their false doctrine. The general rule for determining the true word of God from the false 
or the canon of Scripture, the true inspired Scripture versus the Apocrypha, was the connection of the writers to the prophets in the Old Testament and the apostles in the New Testament. Another important rule is consistency. Every book in the Bible must be consistent in its teaching with the entire Bible. The London Baptist Confession here agrees with the Protestant position that the apocryphal books were either not written in connection with the prophets slash apostles, or they had inconsistencies with the rest of Scripture. Either one or both of these qualifications determined whether or not God truly breathed out such books by His Holy Spirit. Second Peter chapter 1 verses 20 to 21 says this, Knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Point three being this, and this is the final point, that the authority of the Holy Scriptures is not derived from the church or from any man, but from God alone. Why? Because it is the Word of God. One of the great doctrines of the Reformation was sola scriptura, which is clearly seen in this confession. The doctrine of sola scriptura means that the scriptures alone are our highest authority because they are the inspired and infallible Word of God. Luther famously said this, Unless I am convinced by the testimony of the Holy Scriptures or by evident reason for, I can believe neither Pope nor councils alone, as it is clear that they have erred repeatedly and contradicted themselves. I consider myself convicted by the testimony of Holy Scripture, which is my basis. My conscience is held captive to the Word of God. As Christians, our rule of faith in life must be derived from God's Word. The Church does not give inspired authority through its tradition and through its counsel. Only God's Word does this, the finished and closed canon of the Old and New Testaments, the final revelation of God. Douglas Van Dorn beautifully says this, May you come to treasure God's word in your heart, leaning not on your own understanding, but following that light which alone illumines the darkness to lift your eyes to the word, who is the life and the light of everything. Let's go before the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, we know and we recognize, we reflect what these men have written in this confession Lord, that without your word, we would be as lost as we ever could be. Lord, in fact, without your word, there is no salvation. For faith comes through hearing the word of Christ. God, we praise you for inspiring your word in the Old and New Testaments to be our rule of faith and life. Holy Spirit, would you grow in our hearts desires, holy desires for the Holy Scriptures, that we might delight in this and in God's word, that we might glorify God, we might glorify the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Men of Old podcast. Please tune in next time for more edifying content from the great cloud of witnesses so that we may continue to run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith.